Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1770 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. Everybody is scared of losing, but in my book, I teach you how to finally win. Visit howtofinallywin.com to learn how to create your dream life one step at a time. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, John Rampton. John, are you prepared to ignite? Yes. Woo! John's an entrepreneur, connector, and startup enthusiast. He truly enjoys helping people find their passion in life, and he's the founder of Do. That's D-U-E. John, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Well, uh, my name is John Rampton, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on today. Um, I, I live in Palo Alto, California. It's a nice sunny day. I uh, married, have a daughter. She's about 15 months old. I uh, started a payments company called Do and uh, just enjoying life. Lo- love life to the as much as I can. Not a bad attitude to have, my friends. And let's talk about today real quick because we're going to get back into your journey, but what is your area of expertise? How would you sum that up? You know, if I had to sum up my expertise, it would be I am an expert at content marketing. What's something that we as entrepreneurs do wrong over and over again that you see that we shouldn't be doing wrong? Entrepreneurs, I find, especially in like the content online space, they don't tell, they just assume you know what they want to hear. And I feel so many entrepreneurs build products, build services, and assume that you want this. And assume they make all these assumptions that, that you want to hear something or read something or do something in a certain way without actually finding out. It's a curse of knowledge, Fire Nation. Don't fall into that trap. Never, ever. And John, what's something that you want people to do more of? Like what's a tip, tool, or tactic within content marketing that makes you an expert that we'll be impressed by? I write for big, I mean, I write for Mashable, I write for TechCrunch, Inc., Entrepreneur, you know, all all these different publications. And I get asked, you know, one of my tip, I guess, for readers, I get asked all the time, how did you, you know, I want to write for Forbes. Forbes didn't start day one. It started with my own blog. It started small. And then I grew it over time, just like you and your podcast. It didn't start with, you know, a million listeners day one. It started off small and then you worked and you built your way up. So it's the same in the content marketing space. You got to build on something. You start and then get and then build it up. What's your worst entrepreneurial moment, John? Like take us to that moment in your journey that is the lowest of the low. Tell us that story. The lowest of the low, that was going back to, uh, it was about four years ago. I had uh, I, I had actually just barely come off a previous high where I'd sold a company and everything was going well and was deciding what to do next. So I purchased a company. It was called Organizing Ventures. We owned Organize.com, Organizing Store, and a bunch of other online e-commerce properties. We were doing multiple millions in sales every month. Um, and I, one day I I was at my desk and everything was going well. We literally purchased the company and in three months we had almost 10 X the revenue and the profit of the company. Everything seemed like it was going great. And I got a call one day from Amazon saying, Hey, 
we want to, we want to, you know, partner with you guys, make this. And we we're like, Hey, you know, I was on a little bit of a high and I was like, Hey, let's do this. Let's, let's look into this. Let's start working on this. And then things kind of fell apart from there. You know, things didn't go quite as well as we wanted to. Well, it turns out three weeks later, they ended up shutting off our account. What? So we couldn't sell on Amazon. Yeah, it, it was, it was a nightmare, nightmare situation. Uh, it, it, it accounted for 93% of all of our revenue was from one source. Now that's a lesson for all you entrepreneurs. Listen, listening to like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Never, never have all your revenue coming from one source. We did 93% of all of our revenue. Now we still had hundreds of thousands of dollars coming from our online property and from other places, but we were focused around Amazon. And when we get shut off, we emailed them and emailed them and emailed them and called and I flew out and I did this and they, there was nothing we could do to get shut, to get turned back on. Now, I was sitting at my desk, I remember very, very clearly just looking at the bank account and realizing I did not have money to pay my employees longer than the next week. I had no money in the bank and we were headed towards bankruptcy. So, I mean... At this point, I was thinking this was the lowest point of my life. Well, it comes out, it's actually the next day. Now, keep in mind, all my employees, they were working their tails off. These guys, these people were the best employees in the entire world. They were they were at the office at 7 a.m. And some would even stay till like 7 or 8 p.m. I mean, they were working like 10, 12, 14-hour days because they really wanted to see this startup grow. They really wanted to see us grow and build this company and be part of it. But there I was sitting in my office and the next day I had to lay off every single one of them. And I'm sitting in that office and I remember just like I bawling because I was sitting there. Every person is at the conference room table and I'm just like, dude, you guys like we're, we're, I don't have enough money to pay you guys. Like I I can't afford you guys next paycheck. And I, I laid off all but two people and the rest of the two people helped me close down the office. And we had a where we had like a 80,000 square foot warehouse where we put for sale signs up and liquidated an entire warehouse of goods. Um, it was about half a million dollars worth of our cost of goods. We liquidated it in two days. Did you ever find out why Amazon shut you off? Well, it, it was a combination of things. Um, the official reason, no, but they have metrics where they want you to be shipping um, at a 93% satisfaction rate 100% of the time and on time at a 95% shipping rate. And we fell below that for about three days. Now, keep in mind, as a large company, you have millions of orders going out or tens of thousands of orders going out every single day. And we fell below that 95% shipping rate for about three days. And that was enough cause and justification for them to shut us off. Mm. Now, is this prior to FBA? Well, we were actually doing FBA as well. Okay, so you had FBM, which is filled by merchants, and that's what got shut off, but they actually turned off your FBA too? Correct. They turned off everything. They turned off the account, which turned off that as well. Now, I'm just kind of curious because, you know, that's something that I would want to do as well is fly out to, quote unquote, Amazon, but I wouldn't even know where to start. So 
kind of take us through, like, you jump on a plane, you fly out to Amazon, like, what happens? Your feet hit the ground. Do you know where you're going? Is it just this big, like, security-ridden, I'm like picturing just this huge complex of a building, like, you're just knocking on doors. Like, what's happening when you're trying to, to speak to somebody in person at Amazon? Yeah, so I, I knew a few people over there. I had a few friends over there. One of my friends got me in the door, got me to the right person where I could argue my case in front of them. And the person was just like, the person was in the thing, uh, we'll call his name Randy, was in the room. And I was sitting there chatting with Andy uh, in the room. And, uh, you know, he's just like, hey, there's nothing, there's nothing we can do. It's an automated system. And we have to follow the rules. And I'm like, well, you know, I know this person, this person, I pointed out all these cases, stuff like that. But you know, I was pointing out all these cases, but they just were not budging. Um, I mean, this was literally like it was a whirlwind for me. So I'm in the door and I'm talking with apparently the right person, the exact person I need to and just wouldn't do anything for me. So besides just diversification of asset streams, et cetera, what would you really want to make sure our listeners get from this story? Kind of diversification, and although things are going amazing today, they might not be going amazing tomorrow. I mean, we had literally experienced prior to this, you know, a, a, you know, ten, maybe even fifteen x growth mm. in the previous three months. I mean, we were a rocket ship. We were growing this thing like nothing else. It doesn't always mean that success will keep going and keep happening. It, I would say, one diversify. But to plan for things a little bit better, we could have planned, we could have worked with other things like we blew off other people like Sears and Overstock and eBay. And we kind of put them on a back burner because everything was going like a rocket ship on something else. Um, so if we would have planned a little bit better and made a, a little bit more efforts in areas, I, I don't think it would have gone down as dramatically as it as it did. Fire Nation, just remember the phrase, this too shall pass, because it works for both when things are going great, um, hate to say it, but that too will pass, and when things are going crappy, because that too will pass. And of course, you know, here's John talking on EO Fire today, and that kind of brings us to the next story, John, which is your aha moment. Like, you've had a lot of great ideas. Tell us one of them, the story of one of your greatest ideas. Take us through that journey. You know, one of my greatest ideas, uh, I was working at a startup. I had started working at a startup um, while I was in college. And, uh, you know, I was, you know, one of five or six people who started here. And we're building this product, helping real estate agents. And I, uh, I, I was picking up the phone every single day. And like many of you probably listening to this, I'm at a sales job and I was just calling, dialing numbers, dialing numbers, dialing numbers. It, it's horrible. It's a hard, very hard job just selling people on the phone. So one day I was like, hey, I get paid $8 every single sale. I wonder if I can figure out a way so that other people are helping me sell. So I went on Craigslist of all places and I, I went on there and I posted job ad and I said, I'm looking for people who have good connections, who can sell this product and I will pay you $6 every single time you sell it. So I'm getting paid eight and they're getting paid six. And all of a sudden I had two people respond that day and they're like, Hey, we'd love to sell this. I work at an agency. I, I could, you know, make sure to flip all of our sales over to you. I want to get paid for this. 
Sure. So then I started posting that all over the place, that same ad. And I started getting these mini, mini sales reps. And I went from calling, you know, 20, 30, 50 people a day to just emailing my sales reps and emailing my, my mini internal team. These weren't hired by the company. They were just hired by me. And then I went and I found more online ways to sell. And I found truly how to actually sell. And I, again, for all those listening, later I found out this, this was more like affiliate marketing and getting more affiliates selling my product. But I became very, very good at that to the point where I, I was the number one sales rep at our company. Wow. And uh, our number one, our number two sales rep was selling, you know, anywhere from eight to 12 a day, eight to 12 sales a day. My top day, I did 457 sales in one day. Jeez. So it just allows you, it, it, I mean, that was one of my aha moments and one of my greatest times. I mean, I, I've sold companies, I've bought and sold and crashed and done all these amazing things. But that was one of my biggest aha moments where it was like, I have the power to change me. And I, I hated what I was doing. I hated my life at the time. I hated picking up the phone every single day. I didn't change like the job that I was at. I just found a different way to do my job in a more productive way that made me a lot more money. I, I figured out ways to become better at who I was at the time I was there. And then I took that same experience and that same methodology and that same tactics and I moved it from company to company to company and it's made me millions and tens of millions of dollars in my life. All right, John, just one takeaway real quick. I just kind of want yeah. you to maybe sum it up. What do you want to make sure that our listeners get from that great idea slash, you know, kind of run of ideas that you had into that aha moment? The number one takeaway is just because something's working right now for you and you're doing something and you're making sales doesn't mean it's always the best way or there's not better ways out there. Always be evolving and always be improving yourself and figuring out new ways to do better things, get more sales and be a better person. It's true, Fire Nation. I mean, you know, one thing that jumped out to me listening to Tim Ferriss's story back in the day was that, you know, he realized that making sales calls during the working hours, he was hitting the gatekeeper, but he'd get in at 6.30 a.m. and he'd make calls for half an hour. He'd do the same thing at 6.30 p.m. to 7 and he would get past the gatekeepers who were no longer working and he would make more sales in that one hour than he would make all day just getting stonewalled. So, Go outside the box. Try things that are different. You know, keep, you know, just try to get into that blue ocean that's out there. And John, just in a couple sentences, I'm curious, what are you most excited about today? Like what really fires you up? I love blockchain and cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. I'm in the financial space and that that extremely fires me up um, to have a distributed ledger. This might go way over people's head, but uh, that that extremely fires me up that the fact that we could have one currency for the entire world it is awesome that that gets me going well fire nation what gets me going are the value bombs john's gonna be dropping in the lightning rounds as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors let's get personal fire nation are you suffering from lbni 
Don't be afraid. It's actually quite common. It stands for learning but never implementing. If you just answered yes, then great news. My friend Billie Jean has the perfect cure. Grab a pen or turn on some major memory power. On August 31st, 2017, Billie Jean is hosting a private workshop for marketers and entrepreneurs at the Hard Rock Hotel in downtown San Diego. He's laying it all on the table and has one goal in mind, to have every attendee leave with a Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube ad ready to launch. What? So if you're tired of learning but never implementing, now's the time to turn it around. Visit buildadswithbilly.com and reserve your spot today. This workshop's almost sold out, so be sure to check it out at buildadswithbilly.com. Let me guess. You have a lot on your plate and you're looking for things to delegate. I've got one for you. Instead of stressing out about your next logo or website design, let the pros over at Design Crowd help. Design Crowd is a crowdsourcing platform that gives you access to 500,000 creative minds from around the world who can come together with amazing designs for you. This is a huge plus for those of us who find ourselves to be design challenged. All you have to do is launch your brief and then designers will begin submitting quality designs for you to review. Within hours, you'll receive your first design and over the course of several days, a typical product Project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs to choose from. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D.com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer or simply enter the discount code fire when posting your project on Design Crowd. John, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? Yeah. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Myself. By far, I was I was too afraid. I was afraid of that security and, you know, the money. I mean, truly, it was money. I was, I, I couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't quit my job. I couldn't quit the stability. That held me back for a long time. What is the best advice you've ever received? Best advice I have ever received is to get out of my comfort zone and truly help others um, without expecting something in return. Uh, you know, I would say go out there and help as many people as you can and expect nothing in return. The more you do that, the more it will come back tenfold into your life. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Personal habit that contributes to my success is I talk with everyone and I'm not afraid to say anything to anyone. I talk to random strangers in in the street and, uh, as one, my wife always says, you could have a, a conversation with a blade of grass. <laughs> What's an internet resource you could recommend us? You know, one internet resource that I really love in the content space is ZachJohnson.com. Uh, he's been a big, I've been a big fan of his over the years. He taught me truly how to blog and help others online. And I've used that to make money and to really expand my personal brand online. If you could recommend just one book, John, what would it be and why? Probably one of my favorite books right now is a book by John Hall, and it's called Top of Mind. It came out a couple months ago. The reason why I like this is keeping people at, keeping yourself at other, at other people's top of mind is crucial. So, you know, making sure that you're always thinking about them, sending them gifts, sending them notes in the sales process, always having a touch keeping yourself at other people's top of mind um, is key to the future of business. I love it. It's, I can't speak high, higher about that book. 
I just had him on my podcast two days ago. He's a great dude. Oh, yeah. Nice. Great book. Great I mean, conversation. Seriously. It's a great book. Love it all. And John, let's end today on fire with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. So my parting piece of advice is truly, I mean, this may seem a little cliche, but believe in yourself. Like when, when I started becoming an entrepreneur, I was so afraid of, of starting. Uh, I, I actually was earning almost double my job, double what I was earning at my job before I actually quit my job because I was so terrified of losing that stability. If I could go back, I would... I would just forget that. I would I would run and just do it. Believe in yourself because you can do this. You're I mean you're awesome. So truly you can do this. Best way to contact me is through my site www.johnrampton.com or I'm also on Twitter at John Rampton. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with JR and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type John in the search bar and his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And of course, head directly over to johnrampton.com for more great information from John and JR, thanks for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, guys. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with John today and knock over that domino. Start your chain reaction of awesome with the Freedom Journal. And if you head over to freedomjournal.com, use promo code podcast, you're going to get a nice little discount as a thank you for listening to my podcast. Fire Nation, I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. If you suffer from learning but never implementing, then great news. My friend Billy Jean has the cure because on August 31st, 2017, he's hosting a private workshop for marketers and entrepreneurs, and he's got one goal in mind, to have every attendee leave with a Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube ad ready to launch. Visit buildadswithbilly.com and reserve your spot today.